On today's show, I am joined by co-host Casey, and since giving birth, Casey has been binging the television show Friends. So, we decided to brush off an old segment here on the show, The Final Countdown, and we will each rank our top five episodes of season one of the television show Friends. And we will be doing the same in the coming months for the other seasons. So join us, will you, as we bring you the one with the season one final countdown on Free Your Geek. By the power of Grayskull, Winter is coming. A star Finish him. Fatality. And welcome to the Free Your Geek podcast. I am your host, Jay Free. And alongside me today, actually, this is the second time we've done it. So I did this whole intro like last week when we first tried to record this. But my. I guess my semi-permanent co-host, Casey Tremblay, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me again. Yeah, so like seven. (laughs) So full, full, full cards on the table, or show of hands. Oh, that's actually going to be a callback later. Cards on the table. Uh, We recorded this last week, and then we had a (laughs) bunch of audio issues. So, you know, trying to remain socially distant, using my mixer and Zoom, and a bunch of different sound machines. or sound machines, my iPad to play like sounds through the mixer. I think we had some uh, crossover with Zoom where it didn't work appropriately. Therefore, I decided let's just do Zoom one-on-one. All the sound effects you're going to hear are going to be all done post. You guys don't have to know that. But uh, yeah, Casey's going to be the, uh, it's weird because I want to, I'm so used to calling KB. I want to say KC. (laughs) It's like, it's kind of like, it makes sense. And KB, the, the reason I mentioned KB is uh, KB's doing his own thing right now. Uh, KB's got a lot of big life events happening. He will be back on the podcast uh, soon. Uh, He's just got a lot of things going on right now, uh, both personal and professional that I will not get into, but he's got a lot going on. And uh, I want to talk to him tons of Marvel because I think the last podcast we did was Falcon and winter soldier. And since then we've seen the Loki trailer, the Loki series rather, the new Spider-Man trailer, uh, the new Suicide—I can't talk. New Suicide Squad movie. Try saying that three times fast. <laughs> came out and I watched that a couple of times. Mason sounds like he would have enjoyed that too. I think so. So you're gonna hear Mason in the background for, uh, you know, throughout the remainder of this podcast. He's going through some changes right now too. Got those molars and bicuspids coming in. So you're going to hear him all all happy. And we're going to catch up with Casey here in a second. But as far as all the geek stuff, and now as of this recording, the Hawkeye Disney Plus series trailer just dropped too. So there's tons of stuff going on. Uh, Lots of video game trailers came out. I posted all of those to the Free Your Geek Facebook page. So definitely check that out. 
And yeah, so without further ado, I mean, you guys should already be familiar with Casey, but for those that are unfamiliar with Casey, Casey, why don't you just give a quick rundown of who you are, some things you geek out about. Um, you talked about mom brain a little bit off off air. We want to get into that. But uh, you've been on the show a couple of times just to kind of reintroduce yourself. So uh, my name's Casey, a.k.a. Miss Black Mamba. Uh, that is my gamer tag on Xbox and Twitter. Uh, my handle, I think that's what you call it. Um, yeah, so I became a mom six months ago. So my geeking out has kind of slowed down a little bit. Um, I was streaming um, Call of Duty, which is the biggest thing I geek out on. Uh, that and Harry Potter, which I forced my son to wear Harry Potter outfits. So, um, but yeah, I haven't streamed since last October. Um, so it's coming up on a year. So I'm hoping to one day when my schedule with the baby gets a little bit more uh, on track, get back into that sometime. And uh, yeah, that's just mom and, you know, mom life, mom brain. That's every day. <laughs> well, he, and, and the thing is right now he's teething. And, and I, I actually, teething, yes. I do goof with you and I, I tease you because uh, we have you here on the uh, 4041 media family where your Twitch channel is connected and it is. as soon as we connected, you're like, yeah, I haven't, I haven't <laughs> streamed in a while. I haven't gone I haven't, on Twitch, but my followers are so faithful. Cause I literally haven't, I, I still go on Twitter. Um, and I still try to keep up with like as much as I can. I haven't played the new call of duty. Um, I haven't played the, like the older call of duty since like all the new stuff came out either. Um, so I still go on Twitter, but my Twitch, I haven't, like I said, I haven't streamed in a year and I still have my, all my followers. So I still try to jump on and like support other people. Um, but it's just, you know, it's hard. I forget. And, you know, with a teething baby. <laughs> I love that. And uh, I was actually looking at you tweeted a day ago about modern warfare. Cause it was. Happy yes. Cause it asked. Video games yes. Also and modern warfare was my, uh, that's, that's where it all started. I, I have to, I have to, uh, I'm I'm floored by this, believe it or not. Uh, I'm looking at some of the uh, mutual followers or followers that I know on your your um, Twitter yeah. and local hip hop station, uh, Hot ninety six nine follows you. They do. I've actually so I've talked. I interact with them on Twitter a lot. Um, I was actually they had me call in one time <laughs> to tell this story about like what's something a friend did to you that you like, I forget what exactly it was about. I'd have to go back through my tweets, but it was basically like, tell us something a friend did to you one time of like betrayal or something. And I had a story. So they were like, Oh, can you call? So I'm in my car, like calling. Hilarious. So I've been, I interact with them a lot. Me and Ramiro actually have the same birthday. So oh, we used nice. to joke. Yeah. So we used to actually, we used to joke about that. Um, and we'd talk walking dead back and forth too. Oh, excellent. Like, so, yeah, so for those listeners ago, that don't that don't know, <laughs> Ramiro and Pebbles used to be on Jam in 94.5 back in yes. the day, back in my childhood, my adolescence. My, they were mine too. Right, right. But they they ended up moving or they ended up like contract disputes. And then Ramiro, Pebbles, Melissa. Melissa. Yep. Uh, I don't know who else. I don't know. I don't listen DJ, to DJ DJ Polly D uh Polly. Well, the, there's Pop Dog, right? Or there used Pup to be Pup Dog, yeah, that one. But I actually don't know if he was on jamming i could be wrong yeah he was i remember that he was. But I, 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 thought I don't, so. I, wasn't I don't listen i don't i don't listen to terrestrial radio anymore so i, I haven't really listened to it I, ha I was listening to it like on my way to and from work because i only worked like 10 minutes from my house so i would just like i'd throw it on sometimes and i'd catch um like the second date update sometimes or um 
stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I, I don't, I haven't listened to them in six months. Oh, when well, I had <laughs> a little, a little off topic here, because I, I, I do want to say though, for those listeners that uh, haven't heard Ramiro or haven't, or do remember Ramiro, I think he's probably one of the more entertaining uh, radio hosts. And then him and Pebbles and even Melissa too. I, I shouldn't leave her out, but they all had a, and see, I think Mason agrees with me. They had a great chemistry yes. all together. And they're just very, very entertaining. So I used to love listening to them on 94.5. Actually, back in the day, uh, they also had a rapper who used to rap the sports wrap-up, Acrobatic, local uh, rapper Acrobatic to the Boston area. He used to do the, uh, I forget what they called it, but he used to- I don't he, remember that. He used to recap all of the, uh, the, sports, the sports games as they were from the oh, previous that's funny. day. Like usually with the Red that. Sox and the Patriots and stuff, but- yeah. Yeah, we don't want to recap yesterday, but um, I actually met Melissa and was it was Pebbles there? Melissa, uh, I met uh, Baltazar. Baltazar and Pebbles. Yeah, I met him uh, at Wahlburgers and I met Melissa at Wahlburgers years ago. But yeah, look at all they're, these they're local cool. celebrities you're meeting. I know, right? Yeah, well, no wonder you have like important, like you probably have like people following you on Twitter from like, you know radio listeners and stuff like that so that's awesome it definitely it's definitely possible i have interacted with some people that you know on hot 96.9 and then you like tweet something and then you interact with people so i might have to tag ramiro and pebbles and whatnot on this podcast when i send it out right? see if they'll retweet like it. shout out right <laughs> hey shouts out to them right, but, absolutely uh, all right awesome. but let's get let's get into the crux of our conversation yes. uh ladies and gentlemen what we're going to be doing with Casey here, since she's not uh, as affluent uh, in the Marvel or DC or superhero realm. Uh, shamed. No, you don't have to be shamed. <laughs> we, we were trying to think of a cool thing to do in the interim, something that we can both geek out about. And I wanted to bring back an old concept. And we're going to be doing uh, a, a little segment we call the final countdown. And we're going to be ranking. We're going to be doing, uh, I think, 10 shows. We're going to start with season one of Friends and every episode that Casey and I do together, we're going to rank our top five favorite episodes of that season of Friends, as well as our least favorite episode of Friends. So what we're going to do is Casey's going to start with five. I'm going to go to five. We're going to go to four, three, two, give our least favorite episode and then conclude with our number one favorite episode of Friends. So without further ado, we're going to take a break. And once we come back, we'll get in to the final countdown. After these messages, we'll be right back. 4041media.com is your one-stop shop for fresh, locally sourced media. In addition to the Free Your Geek podcast, there are a number of informative and entertaining podcasts that you can find at 4041media.com. If you're into movies, check out Movie Theater Time Machine. The cast of Nick, Kaz, Dan, and Jocelyn take a trip through movie history. And if you're more into the murder, mystery, and motive, check out the Psych Your Crime podcast. Host Nicole Mann takes a deep dive into both the how and why people do the terrible things they do. Want to exercise your body and your mind? Join Nick Tabor on Honest Fit Talk with your trainer, Nick, as he dispels myths, misinformation, and other hurdles to work on your physical and mental health in a safe manner. 
And do you like sports? How about sports history? Then come on in, sit down for a bit, and let Brian tell you some of the history of the New York Yankees on the Historic Pinstripes podcast. And if you're more into the mystical side of life, then join Haley and sometimes Jelly for some tarot card readings and occasional shenanigans on the Moon Tribe Tarot YouTube page. Are you more of a video gamer? Well, 4041 Media is home to a number of different Twitch streamers. Check out Mr. Bojangles1984 as he grinds his way to becoming a professional streamer. Spoiler warning, he's already pretty damn good at it. Gizmo508 is all about low-key game streaming. And Reclesis is on his quest for a world record or several on speedrun. And you can also hang out with former guest and occasional co-host of the show, ex-Ms. Black Mamba, as she enters the war zone in Call of Duty. And 4041 Media is growing with more content being added all the time. To listen or watch any of these aforementioned shows, head over to 4041media.com. That's 4041media.com. 4041 Media. Fresh locally sourced media and welcome back to the free your geek podcast i am your host jay free and with me is my semi-permanent co-host we went from kb to kc and uh, going down the alphabet yeah that's it that's how we're doing it and (laughs) and i'm gonna let you take the lead because we're gonna come to our my favorite segment that i've always done on this show or we try to continually do but i love it it's just super easy to and fun and entertaining uh casey what do we call this segment the final countdown yes we call this segment the final countdown it's the final countdown today's final countdown we are going to be breaking down season one of friends our top five favorite episodes as well as our least favorite episode of the season so casey starting with number five what is your fifth favorite episode of friends season one it's my fifth favorite episode of season one is the one with the east german laundry detergent I, so let me preface this real quick by saying I'm really, I fall in love with these episodes by like one liner. So literally an episode will have one line or two lines that I love. And I'm like, that's my favorite episode. Um, so, but this episode, I love it because I love watching Rachel figure out how to do her laundry because that was me at one point in my life, had no idea. Even now I just throw everything together and nothing bad has happened yet. So, um, I like it cause she, kind of starts to you know show that she can be independent um this is also the one where monica and joey go on a double date with angela and bob and joey tricks monica into thinking that they're brother and sister so it's just the whole episode is just so awkward and she's eating chicken wings and that's like not how you eat a chicken wing and it drives me absolutely nuts but um This is also the one where Rachel and Ross have their first kiss and I'm a sucker for love. And I just love their love. They're just so cute. And their first kiss is just so cute. And then, you know, Ross turns around and whacks his head and it's just, it's a good episode. So that's my number five. Excellent. And you'll be hearing a little bit more about that episode later on 
And I want to say, I love the fact that you're already picking up in KB shoes and being like, Oh, Jeff said that during the first recording, I'm going to take that and make it. I, you know what? It's so funny. I was thinking that I was like, Oh my God, I didn't write down. Like I should have wrote down notes from last week, but I wasn't prepared to have to like redo it. And then I literally sat there and I was like, Oh damn. Like, I hope I don't steal what he was saying last week. Well, we'll but get there. Did. We'll get there. Did. We'll get there. But you there. elaborate better. So I feel like oh, well, I'm just thanks. learning. See, yeah, you yeah, elaborate yeah. better. So thank yeah. you. Thank you. What's, what's your what's your uh, Twitch streaming handle tag, whatever you want to call it? Miss Black Mamba. It should be called Miss Backhanded Compliment. <laughs> I've actually heard that a lot. So you know what? You're probably right. Uh, that's awesome. And I have to ask because I don't recall, how do they eat the chicken wings that are totally wrong? she she just she's like eating it like a little bird like it's just and there's like so much chicken left on it and she's just like she's you got to eat the whole just like a man just eat it there's no like proper way you can't eat it at a fancy restaurant you just got to go in for it she's just like and she's making that noise which is annoying um but then she's throwing away like half the chicken so got you got you yeah well that's a great number five my number five no, I am not calling him. I don't care if it is his kid. The guy's a jerk. No, I am not alone. Joey's here. <laughs> what do you mean, Joey who? Tribbiani. Joey Tribbiani. Yes. Okay. Hold on. She wants to talk to you. <laughs> Hi. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. We're just friends. Yeah, yeah I'm single. <laughs> 25. An actor. Hello? <laughs> She's not much of a phone person. Yeah. So, uh, so, uh, what's the deal with this father guy? I mean, if someone was having my baby somewhere, I'd want to know about it, you know? Hey, Nick Finn, am I interested in your views on fatherhood? Um, no. Okay, uh, look, maybe I should just go. Maybe you should. Good luck. And, uh, take care, huh? You know what the Celtics' problem is? They let the players run the team. Oh, that is so not true! Oh, it is? It isn't! It is! It isn't! Breathe, breathe. Oh no. What is that? Something exploded. It's just a water breaking. Calm down, will you? Water breaking? What do you mean? What what's that? Water breaking. Breathe, breathe, breathe. Come on, Lydia, you can do it. Push. Push him out. Push him out. Harder. Harder. Push him out. Push him out. Way out. Let's get that ball and really move. Hey, hey. Ho, ho. Let's get... I was just... Yeah, okay. Push. 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 Where have you been? Oh, I just had a baby. Mazel tov. So how did you know I was even here? Your mom called me. So is this her? No, this is a loner. <laughs> so, no, I'm sorry you had to do this by yourself. Um, it wasn't by myself. I had a, a doctor, a nurse, and a helper guy. 
So, did you see who won the game? Yeah, Knicks by 10. They suck. <laughs> yeah, they're not so bad. And yes, my number five is the one with the birth. And the reason why is I just really enjoy kind of, we, we, we talked about this last week, so I'm going to, I don't think this one's on your list. If I'm not, if I can't recall, I don't want to give it. It is give it not. Away. Nope. Okay. Nope. Thank you. Thank you. So my, my reasoning for this was we saw in earlier parts of the season where uh, Carol and Ross have now separated or they've divorced. I can't remember, but she's. Uh, come out as a lesbian and she's now dating Susan and Susan and Ross have kind of a, um, a hostile relationship back and forth. Like, you know, this yes. is the woman that stole my wife away and Carol is pregnant by Ross. So there's a lot of lead up to it, which I think you'll get into at some point if I'm not yes. mistaken, but just the, the animosity between the two kind of comes to a boiling point during the Carol giving birth and they both get le- locked accidentally in a janitor's closet. Um, and they kind of almost hash out their differences a little bit and almost become on a uh, leave on a friendly term. And that's how Ross and Carol's child gets the name of Ben. So I think it's just going back to your point about like the storytelling. I like how the plot continues to evolve where you have these two, these two different characters that have that animosity and then they kind of put a, put aside their differences or realize kind of what's important. Like in the, you know, obviously yeah. uh, a child coming into a world where they're all going to be a parent to it. Like that's bigger picture type thing. And I think that's just yes. really, really cool. So that's why that one is my number five, the one with the birth. Good choice. Comments or questions before we move on. No, no, that's a good episode. Okay, like moving on to number four. Casey, what is your number four favorite episode of Friends season one? Okay, my number four is the one with the blackout. Um, like I said, I'm, I love the little one-liners. So literally the beginning of the episode where Phoebe's about to sing her song about what life is and the lights go out and she goes, thank you. <laughs> like the, that right there. And, and the episode favorite, no, Um I love that part, but this is also the one where Chandler gets stuck in the ATM vestibule with the Victoria's Secret model, which I literally just watched it. Jill Ekin. I literally always. In an <laughs> Put Joey on the phone. <laughs> um, that's my favorite part because the whole time he's we see him, you know, like walking around and we hear him thinking and she's just looking at him like, and he's smiling. He's like being really weird. Um, and he, she obviously can't hear what he's thinking. We can, cause obviously it's the show. Um, and he's just so funny. Like when she offers him gum and he's like, is it sugarless? <laughs> and she, he's like in his head, he's like, when she offers you gum, you just take it. And, um, then he spits it out and puts someone else's gum back in his mouth. What, um, what exactly would that gum be? What was it? What would that gum be? Gum would be. Oh, it was. Um... All right, come on. You said this last week. I said Is... it last week. Yeah. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> Did he say, what is it? Gum would be perfection. Was perfection. It... Yes. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking I don't know. What... Okay. Gotcha. Mom yeah. Brain. He said gum would be the mom brain. Gum would be perfection. All right. So if, then you're, when... if you're going to be, if you're going to be the, the co-host here, you have to, <laughs> when I lob these softballs, like you need I to gotta them pick them up. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I got to get them. I got to be. I'm not quick with that. So like, if you insult me, I'm not coming back till like 10 minutes later. So just, a, just a heads up. Um, but going back to the gum, when he finally says, Oh, 
I'll take that piece of gum now. And she's like, oh, cause it would be perfection. Like, um, I just, I love that whole vestibule part. The blackout part was okay. Um, that's where you get into when they introduce Paolo. Um, but the vestibule part is my favorite. And then at the end, when Chandler looks up at the camera and he's like, bank account number, blah, 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 blah. Can I please have a copy of that tape? Like I just, Chandler's one of my favorites and I love him and that's one of my favorite parts. So that's my number four. Excellent. I think that's a great episode. It's not on my list, but that's a great episode. Oh, somebody does not like that episode. He does not like that episode. No, no, no. He does that's not because, like that episode. That's because he wanted Chandler to make a move instead of just inner monologue. He did. He wanted he did. Chandler he like, to make a move. Yeah. He's like, what the heck, dude? Yeah. Well, my number four. How could someone get a hold of your credit card number? I have no idea, but look how much they spent. Monica, would you calm down? The credit card people said you only have to pay for the stuff that you bought. Still, it's just such reckless spending. I think when somebody steals your credit card, they've kind of already thrown caution to the wind. <laughs> wow, what a geek. They spent $69.95 on a wonder mop. That's me. You are not still going over that thing. This woman's living my life. What? She's living my life, and she's doing it better than me. Look at this. Look. She buys tickets to plays that I want to see. She, she buys clothes at stores that I'm intimidated by the salespeople. She spent $300 on art supplies. You're not an artist. Yeah, well, I might be if I had the supplies. <laughs> I mean, I could do all this stuff. Only I don't. Oh, Monica, come on. You do cool things. Oh, really? Okay, let's compare, shall we? Oh, it's so late for shall we. <laughs> do I go horseback riding in the park? Hmm? Do I take classes at the new school? No. No. So unfair. She's got everything I want, and she doesn't have my mother. <laughs> yes, my number four is the one with the fake Monica. And the why is, I think the Monica story still works. So essentially what happens is Monica has her credit card stolen and somebody else basically assumes her identity and starts doing a bunch of things um, that typical, our Monica, the one we know and love, wouldn't necessarily do. And once Monica actually realizes what the um, identity thief has done she's she just she's living my best life she's living so i think that still kind of holds true as far as things that um, might not necessarily uh, you know as we live our life we might not achieve everything that we want or we wish it could be different we wish we could be doing something and it's basically this person who is basically stolen from monica is doing all those things i think it's just very very interesting and yeah. the other reason i i really like this is joey's agent Estelle uh, <laughs> essentially suggests that he creates a better stage name because Joey Tribbiani is too ethnic and uh, Chandler tricks him into going with the name Joseph Stalin <laughs> only for him to be rejected at the audition upon finding out and being appalled about the, the dictator's actions. <laughs> uh, and then later at the uh, audition, Joey decides instead to use the name Holden McGroin. Yeah, And I don't know if that was by his own design or if somebody else tricked him to go with that name, but that I just cracks it. me up. And that's, that's really like, I think um, both Matthew Perry and why uh, Matt LeBlanc, I was going to think of his name for a second. Both of those guys are like, 
I, I kind of go back and forth whether Chandler's my favorite or Joey's my favorite. Yeah. It's but tough. We'll, also, and- we'll also talk a little bit later, though, because David Schwimmer, I just feel, has got so underappreciated for his comedic timing. But we'll talk I agree. about that. Yep. Yeah, you did. You brought it up last week. So. In, in a little bit. But uh, yes, yeah. anything you want to add? Um, no, I like that one a lot. And I think that, you know, people's identities get stolen all the time nowadays. So I think that was a really good episode. <laughs> and yeah, we should mention, we should mention that. Uh, and I should have, I know I mentioned it when we first tried to record it last week. But what you'll, you'll hear a lot about as we talk about this is um, also like cultural impact. There's a lot of things uh, that we kind of hear or see throughout the we see throughout the show that you know for its time was kind of innovative but now seems like old hat it's not just friends though we see that everywhere because and that's the thing and I totally agree with that and it's you know now you wouldn't see a show like it now with the jokes and stuff but at you know what I mean like at the time I mean you can't go back and change what's come out you know what I mean so and it sucks because when you try to talk about it like there are episodes I like that there's certain parts that aren't appropriate today do I still watch it and I laugh of course it's funny and we'll we'll actually get to that because I I, again I know from last week one of yours is one like well we'll talk about that it is but I also mentioned if and correct me if I'm wrong like even even the ATM vestibule one right like we look at that when that I think friends started in like 94 93 94 so I think I think that was 1994 they're still calling landlines at the the apartment you know what I mean imagine like like people that are watching it today, you know, it's, it's found its new, I don't know if it's on Netflix or where, where it's on. It's on uh, I'm assuming, you watch HBO Max. HBO Max. So yeah, they paid a boatload of money for friends. Cause that was like one of the bigger, you know, streaming series on Netflix and whatnot yeah. that a lot of people were binging. And, you know, a lot of it doesn't for these like younger kids in their 20, early twenties or even late teens, like the fact that like a landline and it's not in this season, I know a few seasons from now and we might talk about it then. So I might be forecasting or predicting the future, but there's an episode where somebody calls Monica that Monica accidentally called and Phoebe goes, Oh, Oh, she must have one of those caller ID things. You should get that. And to me, I I hear that. And it's just, you're mentioning technology that is so archaic and old at this point. Yeah. It's so like, we would like people nowadays don't know what life is without caller ID. Like you used to have to star six, nine to know who called you. (laughs) Right. Or, or think about it now. If Chandler got locked in an ATM vestibule, they'd be able to call with their cell phones. He'd even be able to take a selfie if he wanted to with Jill Goodacre. (laughs) You know what I mean? He wouldn't right. be because he, he uses the payphone, I believe, right? Or the phone. He does, they don't. You know, like he a... uses he uses her cell phone. Okay. So, so she does... she offers her cell phone. So he doesn't even have a cell phone, which right. is absurd. Right. So yeah, so that that's why it just it, it cracks me up when you see certain things or the series dates itself by using technology. I mean, I'm sure we're going to see that all over the place in different television shows as they go on. But um, actually, I don't know if you're a fan of The Office. Um, you're making a face on me. There's a listener's case. Not, I, I'm not. And people always tell me like, you got to watch. It. I always click on an episode and I'm like, oh, let me give it a try. But it's like the middle of like the third season. All right. and like, we I don't know do, these people. I don't. We I should know. do a watch party at some point. Okay. We can, we'll start, do it. we can start on that. That sounds like a plan. <laughs> but no, the, the reason I mentioned that is because The Office is another show, another show that's getting binged right now on Peacock. You know, Peacock paid, you know, yep. I forget how much to get friends off of Netflix or waited till the contract came to an end to move friends off of Netflix. But it's funny. I mentioned that because there's an episode there 
where Kel- they're having a bet on like all the things in the office that people may or may not realize. And one of the characters, Kelly, talks, you know, ad nauseum. She's like talks so much. So one of the things they they bet on how long she can carry on a conversation. So one of the other characters asks her about Netflix. And she's describing how you go online and you change your queue and they send a different DVD in the mail. And I can only imagine kids and young people watching this on Netflix being like, what, what is that? And what are you talking about? Netflix actually before before it became, yeah, before it was a streaming service, it was a website that you would order a disc and they would send a disc to you. You'd watch a movie and then mail it back. And your next one on the queue would be delivered to you. And that, and the I office totally forgot about that. The office started in 2005. So think wow, about that. Yes, like, so- right. I think 2000, 2000, maybe 2004. But, but it's just like, it's one of those things where, you know, it was on for like 10 years. And it was like, it started in like, even like that, that it's like, it doesn't seem that long ago, but it was like, yeah, right. it came out like 17 years ago. You yeah. know, like that, that's the way life was. It was totally different. Anyway, getting off topic. Moving That's on so to number three, Casey, what is your number three favorite episode of Friends season one? And this is uh, this is one actually we were just uh, touching upon. So my number three is the one where Nana dies twice. Um, I like, I mean, the title of it is sad. Um, I was very close to my grandmother. So when Ross um, says something about the sweet and low packets, when my um well, it was my grandpa. I was very close to both my grandparents. When my grandfather died, my grandmother used to say that she would find pennies everywhere. And it was like a sign from my grandfather. So it's not the same thing, but Ross, like he sees the sweet and low and it's like, you know, brings back memories. Um, so I, lo- I love that one. And when they're in the hospital and then Ross goes to kiss her and she jumps up, I laugh every single time. It's like creepy, but hysterical um but this is also the one where everyone thinks Chandler is gay and this is what we were talking about a little bit with like you know nowadays it wouldn't be um I think it's funny because he I don't know how to say it without being like he's just he's such a nice funny character that like you could see where it would be you know because I don't know, guys are like mean and Chandler is just so funny. And just the things like when he walks in and he's like, oh, we look nice all dressed up. And he's like, oh, it's things like that, isn't it? Like he's he's aware of how he dresses. He's aware of just like the little comments he makes. Um, and I, I love it. I love I love that they, when they call it the quality of him being gay. Um, I love it. I think it makes him him. Um, so this is also the one where Ross falls into the open grave um, and then Phoebe has to give him painkillers and he's like high on them at the end of the episode. And she's like, oh, how'd, how'd they work? And Ross is like, you know, the first two didn't do anything, but the next two, and then he just starts like being all crazy. Um, and that part too, he goes up to Chandler and he's like, I don't care if you're gay. And the girl's like, see, I told you and walks away. Um, yeah. So I, I love that episode. And that's my number three. Excellent. My number three is the one with all the poker. Can I raise you? 20. Yeah. <laughs> I see you're 20. Where's your 25? <laughs> see you 25. And uh, Monica, get my purse. Rachel, there's nothing in it. 
Okay, then get me your purse. <laughs> Here you go. Good luck. Thank you. I saw you're 25, and I raise you seven. <laughs> Teen. <laughs> Joey, I'm a little shy. That's okay, Ross. You can ask me. <laughs> What do you need? What do you need? Fifteen. All right, here's ten. Yeah, I got five. I got five. Thank you. Good luck. <clears throat> okay, I am calling your seventeen. What do you got? That's a tough hand to beat. I thought we had that. Oh, well, when you don't have the cards, you don't have the cards, you know? But, uh, look how happy she is. <laughs> and the reason I like this is specifically for that end scene. Uh, we, you know, we, we talk about the, the whole sitcom thing, the romance. Will they, won't they? You know, we talk about you know, Ross has feelings, uh, unrequited feelings for Rachel. And then he's doing all these like nice things, but he's also trying to be a friend to her and he's also in love with her. And it's a whole kind of like mix of different things. And it comes to the point where they start playing poker and Ross kind of like, doesn't really shoot himself in the foot, but he makes this claim like, Hey, I'm knighted. I'm, you're going to see a different side of me when I play poker because I get aggressive. I'm not a nice guy, all this other stuff. And it all comes to a crescendo, if you will, where they go back and forth and they, they, they keep anteing up. And then Rachel, with, with, when she reveals her hand and Ross says basically he busts and he couldn't match, He's, he, he, you know, she won. And then just the talk with him, Chandler and Joey after the fact, knowing that he probably let her win. I just, I, all of that, I think, just kind of like kind of sums up his, his feelings for her and the fact that he's, He's, you know, kind of like willing to like let her win and make her feel good. Yes. Know? Adds to their love story. Just yes. another little part. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's my number three. The one with all the poker. I like that one. That was a good one. So moving on to number two, Casey, what is your number two? So my number two is the one with the monkey. Um, I love this episode. I love it and I hate it. <laughs> um, no, I, I mostly love it. This is the one where David's introduced and I didn't really like David. I like the actor who I know we talked about him last time. Hank um, Azaria. Yes, he's awesome. Um, but I just, I like Phoebe. I like who Phoebe ends up with um, in the last one. But um, so the monkey one, I love when Ross introduces, uh, introduces them, basically saying that roommates are lame and they all just kind of look at him because they're all roommates. Um, and there's a, there's a part with the monkey where uh, Ross brings the monkey to Monica's New Year's Eve party. And she's like, 
he says something about like bringing a date and she's like, well, none of your other dates have ever urinated on my table. And then Ross is like, listen, no one felt more ashamed about it than Mar than Marcel. And for him to come back in here, like he just, he gives the monkey like emotion and like makes it so human. And like, it's just, it's funny. I, I love him and Marcel. Um, yeah. So that, um, the party, I love the party. I love with Janice. Janice makes a comment and I actually had to rewind it a couple times, but, um, so they all make a pact to not have a date and they all end up bringing dates except Ross. Ross brings Marcel, but there's a, um, Janice is just being Janice and Chandler was like, you know, this wasn't us getting back together. And Janice goes, you know, one of these times it's going to be the last, your last chance with me. And it's just funny because she just keeps giving him chances. Um, but that's my number three. Is that your number three? Uh, no, my number two. Oh, see, there you go. <laughs> number two, sorry. Go. No, it's okay. I love it. I think that's great because that's, you know, you're, you're, you're filling into that co-host co role nicely because if I'm not the one messing up, the co-host has to. So. Okay, awesome. I'll take that job today. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So my number two. This must have cost him a fortune. I can't believe he did this. Oh, come on, Ross. Remember back in college when he fell in love with Carol and bought her that ridiculously expensive crystal duck? What did you just say? <laughs> Crystal duck. No, no, no. The, um, the love part? Flannan. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. That's good. Just keep rubbing your head. That'll turn back time. Yes, my number two is the one where Rachel finds out. And the reason why is it's just sitcom 101 for me. Uh, Chandler accidentally lets it slip that Ross is in love with her. And just his reaction to that and trying to, like, cover up for it, I think is probably one of the funniest moments of season one. Uh, personally to me and then obviously yeah. Ru Rachel rushes to the airport uh, to talk to him but she's unable to reach him before he gets on his flight and then she kind of like contemplates and she thinks you know she kind of imagines what it would be like to be with him or how he would be as like a boyfriend or a significant other and she goes yes. to uh, meet him uh, as his flight returns and uh, you know we all know what happens there but uh, that that sets us up for season two that's a good so, one. Yeah, so that's that's uh that's my number two. Uh the one where Rachel finds out. Comments, questions before we go into our honorable mention slash least favorite episode. Nope. All right, let's go into that least favorite episode. Casey, what is your least favorite episode of season one? My least favorite episode, and this actually ties into one of your favorite episodes um, my least favorite um, episode is the one with the sonogram and I dislike this episode because of literally when they're at the sonogram and Carol and Susan are talking about the baby's last name and they like completely exclude Ross and they're just like it's just it doesn't even make sense and um you know, he hadn't just, he never said like he didn't want to be a part of it and they're just kind of like pushing him out so it, it's like I don't know. I just, it, it's literally, I hate that. I literally skip over that episode. I just don't like that whole part where they're just 
it, it would be his last name. So Susan's last name wouldn't be anywhere on the kid. You know what I mean? It's just, it just rubs me the wrong way. And I'm not, I'm, I'm all for them being together, be together, be happy, be in love, get married. But that baby's not Susan's baby. It's Ross's baby. And how you would think his last name wouldn't be on it is like ridiculous. <laughs> well, so that's yeah. my least favorite episode. <laughs> and I, I agree with that to an extent, just because from a parental standpoint, and that's actually kind of a hot button topic right now, but um, we also, you know, again, it, Ross and, and Carol made that baby. Now, you know, would they, could they maybe compromise and hyphenate? And, and again, I think that's kind of like that whole animosity that feeds forward all the way until the birth of the baby. And that's when he gets his name, right. Ben. So I think that's where you see that the start of it, or at least part of yeah. the part of the animosity. You can't give a kid like they were talking about it in the sonogram. You can't give a kid three last names. That's like she. I right. think Carol says that's child abuse, and it is. But why Susan's last name? When they're not married, like Susan and well, that, um, that'd be aren't different. even married. So right. it's like your name, your last. That shouldn't even be a, an option. So the fact that they even like made it that was, I, I just thought it was selfish. I agree. With, I would so. agree with that. But you know, yeah. that's good. That's good. That's and that's a good reason to have it as your least favorite episode. Yeah. My least fa- favorite episode is one of your favorites. It's the one where Nana <laughs> dies twice. And, yes. and the reason I, I just make mention of that is uh, for me personally, like, uh, you know, the, the, the death in, in, in uh, as far as the characters and stuff goes, and we'll get to one of my, it's weird because I just watched an episode today a little earlier where I had dealt with another death in the Geller family. And Monica got a dollhouse out of the situation. <laughs> I saw that. I watched that one too. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I think that one handles it a little bit better as far as the death perspective. The, the Ross falling into the grave and, and being high on, on the medication. You know, I can give or take that. that could, that's an average story to me. But I think the whole thing with Chandler being so offended why everyone would think he's gay. Again, not that not that it, he shouldn't be surprised or, or, or whatnot. But I think the way he handled it for yeah. for the time and place it happened it wouldn't fly today no you know definitely I mean? not like yep. i think i think him just being more incredulous and almost like i don't want to say against it but just like having that kind of like anger toward you know or like it's not like oh really that's kind of weird like what what type what do i get he's right more yeah like, he's well, like, what yeah he's, he's more like why why figure would you it think out that? so we can why, stop why? doing yeah that. it's it's more it's a little bit more aggressive than it should be or yeah. at least, you know, should be accepted. And I think we talked about this last week. I think one of the creators of Friends is gay, Marta Kaufman, and I can't think of the other guy's name, but I think yeah, you were saying he that. and his husband, you know, were together for a long time. So again, it's just a little surprising. If, and this, you know, mm-hmm. and I think it would be handled totally different in this day and age too, where again, it could still be Definitely. something where, you know, oh, maybe maybe you come from the place of, maybe that's why I'm not attracting women. Like, what what am I doing? Like, and trying to come from that that perspective more right. than like, looking at it as a negative you know what i mean yeah definitely that's why it's my least favorite um but now let's move on to our number one so of all of season one of the television sitcom friends casey what is your favorite episode of season one so my favorite episode of season one is that you is one of your favorites um the one where rachel finds out i love this i know i know you you touched upon it um this is the one where uh chandler tells Rachel that Ross loved her by accident. Um, the pin that uh, Ross gave to Rachel was one that she had mentioned a while back when they were walking in a store 
or walking past an antique shop or something. Um, and he remembered. So just the fact that he like remembers little details about her. Um, and then um, the whole episode, she's like, you know, trying to see if she's going to tell him or not. Um, I love it because then she's going to do it and she takes that risk and goes to the airport. And then, you know, um, one of my favorite lines is when Rachel runs up and she's like, oh, I, I just got to tell him, I got to tell him something and the stewardess won't let her on because she doesn't have a pass. And then she's like, can you just tell the guy in the blue jacket something for me? Tell him that um, I love the gift and Rachel will see him when he gets back or something along those lines. And she runs up and she tells the wrong guy. So she tells this old guy in a blue jacket and his wife's standing right there. And the guy's like, I, I have no idea who Rachel is. And the wife's like, I do not believe, like, she's just looking at him like, okay, sure. Um, love that part. And then, you know, the ending always is sad, but. I love that one. That's my, that's my number one. Well, I love, I love like when jokes do that and they kind of like pivot and pivot and uh, you, pivot! Think, you think, you know, where they're going to go and they switch, like you're not yes. expecting it. And it's just, I, yeah. I love, and that, that blue jacket bit is also very, very good. I'm glad you brought that up because that yeah, was, that I was love great. That part. <laughs> I feel like friends does that a lot. Like the little, that's why I love the little one-liners because like you expect it to go somewhere, but they like, they switch it up and I'm just like, that was way funnier than what I thought it was even going to be. So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, moving on to my number one. Okay. Um, uh, basically you want to use one machine for all your whites. Whites. Okay. A whole nother machine for, for your colors. And, and a third for uh, your uh, <laughs> uh, delicates. And that would be your bras and your under panty things okay well what about these are white cotton panties would they go with whites yeah. or with delicate uh, that 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 would be a judgment call really stupid but i feel i feel that if i can do this you know if i, if I can actually do my own laundry mm -hmm. there isn't anything i can't do that, that does not sound stupid to me. Uh, no, it's like the, okay, the first time I had to make dinner for myself after Carol left me. I'm sorry, that's all the time we have. Next on Ross. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me, we had this cart. Yeah, well, I had a 24-inch waist. You lose things. Now, come on, get out of my way. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, maybe I wasn't being clear. Uh, this was our car. Hey, 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 there weren't any clothes in it. Hey, 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 quit making up rules. Let's go. Oh, Come on, this is my car. You know, I thought it was you know, mine. All right, listen, Mincy, if you want this cart, you're going to have to take me with it. <laughs> Can you see that? You were incredible. A brand new woman, ladies I and gentlemen. Do you think I could no, not have done this without you? <laughs> okay, um, uh, more clothes in the dryer? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm fine, I'm fine. My number one, in my opinion, is where all of the three stories work pretty cohesively and that's the one with the east german laundry detergent and the reason that all those three stories work we, we talked about you mentioned that joey wants to date his ex-girlfriend angela who's now seeing a, a man named bob so he kind of tricks monica thinking that she's going out with bob and it just that leads to you know all that <laughs> hilarity uncomfortableness <laughs> yes 
but at the same time, while, while both of those are like Monica's trying to find a new guy, Joey's trying to get back with an ex. Speaking of exes, both Chandler and Phoebe are trying to break up yes. with their partners. <laughs> and you mentioned Janice and Janice is there. And Tony, I believe is Phoebe's uh, guy that she's dating. And Phoebe always like, she just knows exactly what to say. You see her in the background. You can't hear exactly what she says, but they end with her and Tony end up with a nice hug and he kind of walks away and, like, yeah, you so know, she, smooth. <laughs> and Chandler just can't can't seem to bring himself. He doesn't know how to. He's socially awkward. So it comes to a boil where, uh, I guess Phoebe breaks up with Janice for Chandler, and they have a hug. Yeah. And the Chandler, I think yeah. I can't I can't remember the exact verbiage, but I think Chandler says, "That's it. I'm bringing you every time I need to." Yeah, break we're up all with let's again. always break up with people together or something yeah. like that. Which I think is great. So again, you know, you got people trying to rekindle relationships people trying to meet new people people trying to break up and then yeah. ross and rachel who still have their will they or won't the they um, yes. it was it was definitely their first kiss um you know rachel standing up to that pushy woman uh, yes and then oh, her, her small that, yeah. victories there after she does turn her laundry all pink all pink then, like a like a peep <laughs> and it is their first kiss and then ross just kind of taken aback doesn't know what to say you see him kind of like think okay well and then he starts well i forget what he says but he walks away and he walks into an open um like cabinet of for the for the washing machine and his physical comedy is so great um i just and that's what you were talking that's what i stole from you last time but that's what you were talking about um i forget what you called it there's a name for it and um his slap something Slapstick. Yeah. So, so there's like, there's, <laughs> and you there's, said he was, you know, there, you, you elaborated on that. Point. Yeah. So, real quick, I'm not a big fan of all kinds of slapstick humor. It's slapstick essentially is more like physical comedy, like, you know, dumb stuff happening. So, for me, just to kind of like see that and it, it's, if it's well placed and it's, it works for the story, I, I love it. But just that to be slapstick, just to be slapstick to me isn't always the best, but to see like David Schwimmer and the, how he can portray like that awkwardness, like kind of like that resolve, like he's, he's trying to find his words and he's like, okay, okay. Another, and then he walks and boom, he hits it. It was totally unexpected and I absolutely love it. So that's why it's my number yeah. one. Well, hopefully we got this out. I'm going to do a lot of work post-production to get the audio <laughs> clips in. But uh, if not, next... we're skipping to season two. No, yeah, yeah, no, we're gonna go right to season two. <laughs> we're gonna go right to season two. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, uh, I should mention we're gonna try to do these monthly. So, this will be the one for September. We'll probably have one in October coming through, and we'll have a uh, friend season two in October. So, Casey, you got like uh, three weeks or so as of this recording to catch up on season two and take your yeah, copious amounts of I've notes. Seen it. I'm gonna, yes, I know I have like four pages. <laughs> Just in case, I want to make sure because yeah, we're not going to pick. Hey, this. Listen. There's a lot of episodes too. There's like because even when we, well, it's funny because when we narrow it down to the five, well, I mean we can't do more than that. That's perfect. But there's like 20 episodes in each Typically, season yeah. because they're only like 22 minutes long. So yeah, a lot to watch. A lot, a lot of notes to take. Absolutely. Well, you know we can get started now, and uh, we'll we'll be back in a month or so. And maybe I'll be done by that. Yeah, we'll be back with season <laughs> maybe two. I, maybe I can get through. But uh, Casey, thank you very much for being on. Uh, until thank next you for time. Me again. Oh, I should say I can't wrap up the show yet. Any any social media that you want them to follow? Uh, so just my Twitter, uh, my handle, or is that what they call it? I don't yes, even know. Twitter, my, Twitter my, handle. My Twitter handle is at x miss black mamba. M S M S Black Mamba. Yes. X M S Black Mamba. 
as Ms. in uh, Ms. MS, um, but as in Kill Bill, not yes. um, Kobe, which, you know, no disrespect, RIP, but it, I, it's from Kill Bill. And I always have to explain that to people. <laughs> Excellent. Well, but yeah, just my Twitter. On Twitter, she'll she'll put her if she ever gets streaming again on uh, Twitch, she'll be putting that stuff on her Twitter, and then you can follow us at Free Your Geek on Instagram, Twitter, and jfreethegeek.com. So now that I did that, oh, and give Forty Forty One Media a follow too. Forty Forty One Media.com. Tons of different podcasts on there. So check yes. that out. And until next time, co-host KC hit him with the catchphrase. Get your geek on. Get your geek on. Bye, everybody. Bye. You're still here. It's over. Go home. <laughs>